This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LL. C. Today is Wednesday, February 15th, 2023, and I am back with my friend and co-host Avi, and now we have reached Rocky Six, Rocky Balboa from 2006. This comes out 30 years after the original Rocky 1976 one, and 21 years after Rocky IV, 1985. Uh, welcome back uh, to uh, talk with me now, um, Avi. What are your open, opening thoughts when you think of Rocky Bobo, Rocky Six from two thousand six? Well, uh, the first Rocky movie I went to theater was Harry from Hanukkah uh, Gifts on the December when it first came out. But yeah, I thought that film that, that they, they, they really do film actual, actual, great actual, actually where they filmed in Philadelphia, like at the, the recent buildings. But even sometimes it's, very, it's like the movie is very peaceful, but like. Uh, Something outside, like uh, you know, like uh, even too bad that he's back to his old neighborhood. It's like uh, it's, it sounds like it also repeated itself. Of the first movie, it's like an anniversary. Even they have the same same turtle he has as a pet for a, for a long time, and uh, and also what's new about him and that is now he's we, we thought he was being poor now, about since he's bankrupt since Rocky Five, we didn't mention. That's the first time now he wants to own a restaurant. Uh, yes. How much, how, yeah. How much can he afford to have to make his own restaurants about that? Yeah. He it, has not much money to, be, to have to get food supplies or the how to get the, something like uh, how to get a better worker for his kitchen work. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And this one, he owns his own restaurant. It's the restaurant's titled uh, Adrian, right? Adrian. Yeah. No, that's right. Even it's very silent about the. You know the years have been passed. It's, it's very tragic that Adrian passed away. The, oh yeah, yeah, they say in this movie that Adrian passes away. Yes. In between, about the time. Yeah, it says as far as the cast credits, it says it says for Adrian, it says uh, in arch archive in ar- archive footage. Yeah. Yeah, they have a photo and it has bits of memories memories about where she met on steps that they and they go back to the locales with it. Now where they went to ice skate for a state. Oh, oh, wait, wait, what happened with the ice skating? Say it again. Because the ice skating, they went went past by, the, it got demolished. The, oh, they're saying it got demolished. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. So uh, I just want to go over real quick that um, there's six possible six possible taglines for this movie. It ain't over till it's over. Thirty years ago, Rocky became the Academy Award-winning movie of 1976. Now Rocky's back in the 21st century. The greatest underdog story of our time is back for one final round. Never give up and never stop believing. It's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. And the final bell is about to ring this Christmas. So those were six six different taglines for Rocky Balboa. Um, so what else? Here's, here's, here's a bad fact. In 1984, Weird Al Yankovic made a song, theme of a song called Theme from Rocky at 13. Pairing and survivors, a eye of the tiger that tell Rocky no longer boxing, but now owning a daily catering services service. Parts of the storyline of this movie mirror this song, so that's very ironic, and that's foreshadow. 
Wait, you were saying this is something? You saying this is about that um musical uh, par- the parody? Okay, what what was he doing? The song called Rocky Thirteen about like parody. There's par- the song parody of Eye of the Tiger. The- oh, it was a parody of Eye of the Tiger. Was it funny or was it not funny? I, I, I didn't well, I mean, he wasn't fully retired because once he was at the restaurant, didn't he say he wanted to go back in the ring? Because now, now, now they show the television, the television about the simulation, about which is a better boxing, about that, about Mason Dixon, about even this is the first, this is the first movie franchise about Rocky Face, about is a very big, tall, and heavy set. But this one, the Mason Dixon looks so younger, about that shorter. So, so what does that all mean? I guess. Now, something that's on me about like uh, Spike Rocky about almost re- about to re- reach his age, about he wants to finish his career. About that, even though it shows about like uh, now that Mason Dixon is like very like a newcomer, like mm-hmm. a new, new new type of person, not like a aggressive or fiercing like all the other boxers like Apollo Clubber and uh, uh, Ivan Drago, like very big, tall and uh, and uh, oversized. This one, they need to be younger, or something, mm. younger. Or something. Yeah, well, they, yeah, Mason. Yeah, Mason Dixon's supposed to be a younger, uh, um, younger opponent for him. Yeah, and also about the even spite about that now the ages pass, but we don't know about the the Rocky can't find a new love life about to replace him with it. That's he's very keeping faith with the Adrian about not to get remarried. But you met the friend about those or works in the tavern about. She's a, but it's a different actress from the first movie. It's the one that's uh, the Rocky copyers that calls Rocky uh, screw, screw you, screw you, people. I didn't connect to that as much because it was a different actress playing it from the original actress. I never really connected to those parts when that showed in the movie, just for the fact that it was a totally different actress playing the younger actress. I didn't, I didn't like feel a connection at all. I know, but just you know, it just uh, brings back about yeah. that, back all that. Yeah. Yeah. Even sometimes, even though his son is not like uh, works as like a business type of that, it's like uh, it's very hard to get connected since that's Adrian's past. Yeah. But, but I don't think about it. Doesn't work about that. That rock, this, this rock, the, the son
but three action stars in back in the night has formed their own restaurant called Planet Hollywood. Oh yeah, yeah, they had the Planet Hollywood for a while way back, yeah. Um, what's sad though is like because of the health condition, Bruce Willis isn't any um isn't acting anymore. So I think I Bruce does have some of that, like direct to video type. Yeah, yeah, film. but I, mean, I think those are gonna stop too once those come out. So unfortunately, Bruce Willis is retired from acting as of 2022. Because of yeah. yeah, yeah, because of that, unfortunately, yeah. But um, I'm looking forward to Expendables four in September. We don't know what. Another action stars that we know about the. I don't. I, well, and, and also another yeah. thing about the. Uh, and also another thing about what's also what's what, it was good family technique about when Polly lost his job for a long time about the when they they had to let go of the butcher shop. It's a good thing they have to, to do cinematography. They tinted blue as a symbolized about that it's very as a depression mode. Yeah, I like I like that they brought back Polly Burt Young for this. What were you yeah. saying about what were you saying about him though? Because when, when we saw the shot about when Paulie had to be let go of his job about since he's been working in the butcher butchery a long time, but they saw a tint they tint the screen they took the, the screen into blue because that blue is symbolized like as you're depressed. Oh, he oh he was was he he probably was depressed, right? Because this is this is a depressing scene about like yeah. now that losing a job is very serious. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that they brought back Paulie and uh, who's the other guy I mentioned? Uh, oh yeah, Burden. Um, Tony Burden as Duke. Yeah, and uh, I I think um, I I don't know why they had to kill Adrian off. I don't know what that was about, but no, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. You don't know how old she is. About the it's a, it's a time lapse between 1990 since the last Rocky Five. I know, but I think she, she she still she was still alive in 06, So I'm just wondering, like. Maybe you just maybe it was just for the story they had to write her out somehow. I don't know. Um, because sometimes like uh, even sometimes and you know she has to raise a family. And you know Talia Shire has a has a has a her son named Jason Schwartzman. Say oh he, he, her son is Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Oh. Because even they started together in real life, like in the movie called I Heart Huckabees, you know, two thousand four independent comedy movie with Dustin Hoffman. Mark Wahlberg and Naomi Watts. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, I know he. I know. I know he works with some of those people when you mentioned that. Um, yeah. So it said that. Um, Jesus Schwartzman and the Italian Shire is a sister to Francis Coppola. I know there was a connection to Coppola also. Yeah. Now you you mentioned uh, Spider Rico before from the first movie. It says Pedro Lovelo reprises his role as Spider Rico, the boxer defeated by Rocky in the opening scene of Rocky '76. As an amateur boxer. He oh yeah. yeah. In Rocky Balboa, the, he works as a dishwasher in the in the in, the, in Rocky Balboa, Adrian's restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Then it's, it's bring it back about. It's like uh, all of a sudden it's like uh, being back of all back in the first film about to know that yeah you know, like Easter eggs or oh, that, yeah. or to know what you know even the and also the opening so opening credits in the opening movie they shows a a song they show a song by Frank Sinatra Take It Back. Oh wait, what song? Say again. Take it back. Do, 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 Who's that by? Do, do. Who's that by? Frank Stallone. Oh, oh, so okay, his brother. It's okay. The same song again okay. From the Interesting. Movie. Nice. A uh, song music from the same movie, first movie too. That's cool. Okay, so it says um, Carl Weathers. And Carl Weathers, uh, Paul Creel was meant, meant to appear in the seven flashback scenes, but Weathers then filed a lawsuit against Sylvester Stallone and MGM over alleged unpaid 
royalties from previous Rocky films and producers were therefore forbidden from using his information. Wait, wait, let's break that down. That's confusing. So it was meant to appear in the several flashback scenes, but then why was he suing or trying to... Since the lawsuit against Stallone and MGM over alleged... Oh, alleged. Royalties. Oh, I hope that was... I hope that was figured out. I hope that was figured out because... Because I want everybody to get along with the whole uh, Carl Weathers stuff with that. I hope the whole lawsuit was figured out with whatever that was about. Um, and the film was impersonally inspired George Foreman in 1984. Foreman retired from boxing in 1977. But in 1987, 10 years later, the 38-year-old had decided to make a comeback. This comeback culminated in 1984 when the 45-year-old Foreman challenged the 26-year-old uh, heavyweight champion Michael Moore. The fight took place in the, on November 5th in Las Vegas. For nine rounds, Moore toyed with Foreman, easily about boxing him. Entering the tenth round, Foreman was uh, trailing on all set of scorecards. However, in the tenth round, completely out of nowhere, Foreman landed a vicious shot to, to Moore's chin, knocking the younger man out of the scoring TKL victory, becoming the oldest world heavyweight champion in history. Yeah, so that's interesting that that was partly based on a fight from 19, 1994 since it started in 2006, the new movie, well, the next movie, 2006, so it was based, partially based on something from a fight from 94, but I also, real quick, want to mention the two you um, skipped before that. It said that, according to Stallone, the shot of Rocky standing alone on the museum steps before the second set of, of end credits was actually, was actually filmed without him knowing, and that the film contains flashbacks from every Rocky film in the franchise, which meant he even Rocky Five. And, and also, uh, by the way, about that, uh, but it's very disappointing uh, uh, that, that I can't wait. So that also in credits, like about all the people's uh, Rocky fans go up the Rocky steps. Oh, yeah, the whole fans, Rocky. Yeah, the, the fanatics about the, yeah. Going up the steps too as uh, for our inspiration seats. Yeah, the fans, the fans, the fans did that in the in the uh, end credits for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and also sometimes like. Uh, even it's very so. I like to say about. I have very, very disappointed, almost a little depressed since last Sunday night because we 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 lost again of of the of our Super Bowl. So what what Avi's referring to everybody is that Sunday night the Philadelphia Eagles lost the Super Bowl game to the whoever was they were up against. Oh yeah, by the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, it was like a score of uh, the Chiefs, a score of thirty thirty eight to thirty five. Yeah. I was going to have a Super Bowl episode if they won, but since they lost, they did lose, your only mention of the Super Bowl, everybody, will be from Avi right now in this part of the podcast of it. Uh... Until Creed 2015, this is where I find it very interesting, and, and I thought it was the last one. Until Creed 2015, Stallone insisted that this would be the last Rocky film. At the time that Rocky Balboa came out in December 2006, I really thought that was the last one. So when Creed when Creed came out in 2015 with that whole um, uh, um, the um, Apollo Creed's son and all that, I thought, okay, that, that it's just a spinoff to to try to keep this all going. Yeah, spinoff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought Rocky Bubba was the last one. Uh, I, I, I just consider Creed 1 and onwards a spin, spin-off yeah. part. Adrian's grave. Yeah, it said, yeah, it said Adrian Bubba has a, has a real grave in Philly. Huh, that's interesting. 
You know, but even though she's the entire show is still around, but why she wants to use a degree for the for a fictional character? That, the, well, that's why I'm saying like there's got to be like a story reason or or a personal reason by her or him why she's written out of the story for the uh, Rocky Balboa movie. I have no idea what's going on there. Maybe she has, maybe she has a personal problem. Maybe, yeah, maybe there's some sort of personal problem, yeah. Oh, yeah, in the closing shot of the film, Adrian's grave is a focal point of the scene with Rocky from the turns to face Adrian's grave, giving a fist pump in the victory trope that is simply indicated a peaceful, natural passing away of a film character. So, just like, you know, that fist pumping in the air in the mm. final shot of Breakfast Club, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, just like that. Oh, yeah, the, the the shot of the Breakfast Club. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about there. Yeah, so it's found to be a more percent off of his character than Rocky V, with no plans for the future films. As such, this moment was intended to be Rocky's final scene, and a farewell send-off for the character, so the quote fade away of Rocky in the final shot was meant to convey his, this eventual peaceful death to the audience. The Creed series had not, had not yet been conceptualized, Thus, the suggestion that Rocky passed away was either overlooked or simply ignored, so that the character could uh, could continue uh, uh, in the new film series. Okay. Oh, okay, it explains the thing about um, Tyler Shire in this paragraph. It says, Adrian Balboa was alive in the first few drafts of the script while Robert Balboa was in the U.S. Air Force. The early title was Rocky Six, Puncher's Chance. At this point, the story revolved around Rocky running about... Okay, let me just... It said, um, however, Stallone felt that the film lacked the emotional punch it needed, and, t- and he and Tyler Shire came to agreement that her character would best be left out of the film, so it would create an um, emotional... All right, so basically, they talked about it in person. Uh, offline that uh, it would m- m- be more emotional if her character actually passed away for it, basically. Uh, so, and also, even though I have about the when, when Rocky tells his son about the tells his son about the about the to fight, when, when, when his son makes a hit of it, we hear the sun, we hear the sound of that car horn, so it's like a very like a coincidence about it, something is like a very like a to something about if, he, if he's telling the truth about, but even what I liked about the big quote is about what you heard where the Rocky had argument with his son about like uh, that you're better than that. About that's the same quote they used uh, for the during the you know, election about the advertisement of, of you know Trump, but you're better than that. To the it's a good quote. It's a good quote. Anybody can use it. It's such a good quote. It's like, yeah, even though something about it, even it's hard to reconcile about, even something about it, it's very hard to, difficult about how you keep, uh, ask the son to be a, be, a, be among them, about, it's like about his being, uh, his son being overshadowed by his, uh, his father's career. I, yeah, yeah, the overshadow part. See, the movie's only like an hour, 42 minutes, but that's around the, uh, around, around close to the one hour mark, or a little over a minute, when they're outside from the restaurant, and he says that whole thing yeah, to it. And he says that. No, no, I was just gonna say that whole speech that he gives to his son outside the restaurant. It's about an hour in. So, to me, it's the best part of the whole movie. I, 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 I do that. I do that speech every year because of how, um, just the the speech was so well well written. How Stallone does that. I think it's the best part of the movie. That whole speech he says to his son. Something like that. Something like that. in the film were done by Burt Young and David Pater. 
Oh, yeah, it said that part right there about the painter. It says, the paintings made by Poli in the film were done by Burt Young, an avid painter. Yeah, yeah. Even in the restaurant, they still have the painting about the, the private boxing between the, the friendly box between Apollo and Rocky in the end of Rocky Three. Say, what happened between Rocky Three? Say again? Remember the end of the, in the end credits of Rocky Three when the... When uh, Apollo and uh, Rocky, after they won against uh, Clover Lang, about they have a friendly match privately about in the, like a little gym or something. About it frees over and shows about the paintings of them. Oh, oh, there's more paintings there too about stuff. Okay. And they have paintings over there. All right. Still you know what, uh, Especially now they said that it, he still has a turtle pet for his pets, but even they has another pet. He has a guy that's a dog about. So if I was oh yeah, the dog, the dog, yeah. I like the dog as part of it. Yeah, the dog part. Yeah. Um, Stallone said that he decided to make this movie because he was unhappy with Rocky Five, nineteen ninety, because the movie received bad reviews by fans and critics of the movie, inaccurate story, poor acting, poor box office, etc. So he decided to make this movie back in nineteen ninety nine, but it would not it would not get green light until six years later. So, yeah. So when Rocky Balboa two thousand six came out, I was surprised because I thought that series was done. So the fact that he brought it back sixteen years later and it was a good finale to his the whole fan- franchise. Um, for those six Rocky movies after five was bad, it was nice that, and, and that whole speech he gives his son is like, okay, now this is a more, better final uh, ending for the, the, the franchise until, of course, the spinoff. I just consider Creed 1 on a spinoff series, but, yeah. Even though that, even that score of that uh, is given by Bill Conti, but some of the score is still use the same theme thing over from the for the first two movies about the yeah Bill except Bill one, except one except one they have a new composition it's Maurice Adrian theme about Maurice yeah Bill I like that Bill theme, I like theme. that I like that Bill Conti's music in this is brought back in in six Rocky Bob Rocky Bob was six I like that the Bill Conti movie is brought Bill Conti movie uh, music is brought back in some form okay. and there's no traditional soundtrack was released for the film. Instead, a CD called a CD called Rocky Balboa, the best of Rocky, was released, featuring a collection of the best songs from the entire franchise. The release date of that compilation uh, compilation album, uh, December 26, 2006, also coincided with the 30th anniversary re-release of the original soundtrack to Rocky. Wait, what happened? What was all that about? The release uh, the no traditional soundtrack was released for the film. Instead, a CD called Rocky Balboa, the best of Rocky was released featuring collections of the best songs from the entire franchise. The release day of that co- compilation album, December 26, 2006, also coincided with the 30th anniversary re-release of the original soundtrack to Rocky. Okay, well, with, with the whole music, it says right here that composer Bill Conti only wrote one only wrote one original piece of music for the film, Marie's Marie's theme. Huh. So one that works at Barcelona as a companion about like yeah. uh, to, to walk around the hockey. All right, now, everybody, now, we're now going to segue now to a quick commercial break, and then Avi and I have some more stuff to say about Rocky Six, Rocky Balboa, 2006. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me explain. Basically, it is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts 
right from your phone or a computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I personally have been enjoying creating original and memorable podcasts, which are listened to in over 50 different countries. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor application or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad that you did. And we are back now talking about Rocky Balboa, Rocky Six from 2006. What else did you want to um, continue on with about this, uh, Avi? Uh, well, even though sometimes I like, uh, sometimes about the, the, the yeah, there's one about this called the, where the, while the dramatic portion of the movie are shot in the obviously cinematic style, the bout between Balboa and Dixon is shot in several different ways. The lead into the bout, as well as the first two rounds, are shot in a different shot in the style, similar to a major pay-per-view broadcast. Clips from fights in previous Rocky movies are used during the introductory teaser to introduce Balboa, while stock footage from the actual Tarver fights, as well as footage from Dixon's previous fights, shown at the beginning of the film, are used as clips from Dixon's part of the teaser. The fight itself is uh, shot in high definition to further enhance the t- television style look of the fight. Oh, so that's all about the fights there, okay. So that way, that means it looks like uh, it's like uh, it's, it's different than the other Rocky movies, which shows it's just like uh, the camera technique for that. Okay. Like, uh, but this one is uh, lots of editing about with adult television. Like right. Like you watch a television. Yeah, oh, okay. And now it says that um, also with Bill Conti's Gonna Fly Now, it says this is the only film in the Rocky series which plays Bill Conti is gonna fly now over the closing credits. Hey, do you know? Uh, do you know Mike Tyson was in that movie? Oh it's, yeah, yeah. I was just looking at the cast list page on the main page. It does say that Mike Tyson is in this. What part does he play in this movie? I know, yeah, I know he was in The Hangover, but then it said for Rocky Balboa that he, that Mike Tyson has some sort of part in this uh, Rocky he Balboa movie. Play himself. He didn't play himself. Yeah, Bella. yeah. Oh, he plays himself, okay, because the boxing of real boxing in real life had Tyson uh, the whole real life boxing, okay. Because the uh, fights are supposed to take place partly on HBO, home box office HBO. NBC that you can watch a, like a football or base, baseball or something, but you, if you try to watch a boxing or the or the wrestling about you have to watch get a cable get it on cable. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, the cable. Uh, now I'm seeing what now I'm seeing what you said about the turtles. The turtles are from the original, and then right above that it says that Rocky. Turtles, uh, Rocky is uh, shows again. It shows he's drinking the egg, uh, egg yolk again, just like the first film. Uh, Wait, just like the first film, he's what? Drinking, uh, cracking the eggs. Uh, oh, cracking eggs. eggs. Uh, okay, cracking uh, eggs. Got you. Scenes, I watch a, we watch a deleted scenes about like uh, we watch a deleted scenes. So the party when, uh, when he drinks the eggs and then he spits it out. Cause, okay. You know, oh. How, how long has been? How long has it been about? If he wanted to drink eggs, that's healthy for you. Right. So it was saying that in a number of the trivia I'm reading about, it sounds like there was a number of deleted scenes. So they put they put the deleted scenes on the DVD. Yeah, then it all about the decision about the alternate ending about yeah. which is better about it, if Rocky wins or, or Mason Dixon win about like it. You know, for how the Mason Dixon had a sympathizing to Rocky about he can 
they cannot hit him cannot hit Rocky so hard because it's due to his aging, aging. Right. Yeah. Now it says when you mention Mike Tyson, it says that Mike Tyson improvised his lines. It said, and it said that, and then it also above the turtle thing. It says Rocky Balboa is the only Rocky sequel not to contain a recap from the previous film during its opening scenes. This is thought to be because Stallone wanted to avoid any allusions to Rocky Five, 1990, which he had repeatedly admitted is his least favorite, well, his and mostly most fans' least favorite film in the franchise. Right. You know what you think about this computer simulation? Oh, yeah, the computer simulation. That's how the beginning of the movie starts, talking about the whole fight of a computer virtual simulation, yeah. It's like, uh, even though they show about computer simulations, like, it's really like motion capturist about that, to know about which is better about... It's not like when you play your own video games, like, just like I mentioned before previously about... Yeah, Rocky about uh, Rocky video games. So you you can select as uh, each character from the movie to do a boxing without Rocky or Drago about or what about happens like Drago versus Clubber Lang about video games. Yeah, it's oh. like it's a fighting game. Well, I can say again about the whole video game stuff is that in the eighties and nineties on my Nintendo Entertainment eight bit system, I played a lot of Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah, but you could try and find that video games of Rocky about Rocky. Oh, video there's actual that. there's actual video games actually about Rocky stuff. Yeah, oh, nice. like a fighting game, but not like Mortal Kombat. Just like uh, uh, a how you play a video game, video game, but select each character from the any Rocky franchise. Oh, nice. Well, I have to find where those Rocky games are then. Now, now Stallone initially really wanted someone named Roy Jones Jr. for the role of the Mason Dixon. Stallone claims that he left 31 phone messages for Jones, but never received a response. That's very interesting. And uh, one is Roy Wood, and also Frank Stallone makes also appearance as a dinner patron. His brother makes a cameo. Oh, the bro- you mean Frank Stallone? Makes a... His brother. Okay, his he brother does something again, okay. He did not as a dinner patron, you know, as a guest at the restaurant or something like, uh... Okay. And also, and also sometimes, like, uh, for a training about, uh, about the... We ever th- I hope I ever trained about how they trained that by... Uh, lifting the garbage can and do it, uh, smash it. Okay. Oh, garbage can, okay. And so, you know how about like, uh, and sometimes what I like about the city is always like, it's still almost a little depressing about like, uh, even they have a new skyline about, but even though it's very hard to, you know, everything's like, uh, some something changed I, I remember I used to grow up in. Uh, wait, 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 are you talking about a skyline now? What happened with the skyline? Yeah, it's got the new skyscraper or something like. Uh, Where was there a new skyscraper? Like uh, somewhere, like uh, we go past by the uh, nearby the art museum. Yeah, like a uh, little pointy ends about the building, about like uh, what's something new about that change. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, sometimes it's very like a, very, it's also a very good shot, but like uh, sometimes like. Uh, we go like uh, the, at the at the front. Uh, it's like a very to a very Philadelphia, but we go up the front steps of the Rocky Museum. And it's on winter time. Oh, in the winter time. Okay. Every main opponent, every main opponent, every main opponent, every main opponent that Rocky faces throughout the series is both taller and heavier than he is. Okay, that's interesting. Now, this one's a Mason Dixon. It's actually a real-life boxer named Antonio Carver. Oh, yeah, they real life Antonio Carver about is as the younger one and short. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that real-life one. Yeah, go ahead, sure. And it's also this movie about for, for, for Rocky Balboa did not wear the 
The red is oh, short, boxing shorts. Oh, hold on. I'm just catching up to what you said about the eggs. At one point in the movie, Rocky cracks a few eggs in a glass and drinks them. It's a nod to the original one, Rocky. Now, what did you what did you just say right before I saw the eggs again? Say it again. About the eggs, about... No, no, right before... I just saw the eggs, finally. What were you saying to, uh, to me right before I mentioned the eggs about something else? About, like, uh... I forgot what it is, about... Even about the boxing shorts. Oh, okay, the shorts, boxing shorts. Boxing shorts. Boxing shorts. Okay. Oh, boxing shorts, about three and four. Got you. Okay. Uh, and according to Sylvester Stallone uh, in his DVD commentary, he did consider having his real-life son, Saint Stallone, reprise the role of a Rocky, Robert Rocky Jr., which he had played in Rocky V. But he decided against it because he feared people were, were reading too much into the personal conflicts mm -hmm. between Rocky and Robert regarding Robert's belief that he is living in his father's Oh, for the, the first time. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would have liked the actual real son, but I, uh, at least with the, the, the uh, uh, whatchamacallit guy that was in those... Uh, that show on NBC. Uh, uh, this is us and Heroes. Yeah, that that uh, guy playing it. At least, at least uh, with that, he was actually brought back for Creed, uh, the end of Creed Two, to make Rocky Balboa and Creed Two kind of have somewhat of a connection to that same thing, right? Act right there. And I'm just catching up to what you said about on '84's Where Out Yankovic and the song of I the Tiger uh, made a song theme parroting it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. To no longer bo no longer boxing, but owning a deli and catering service. Parts of the storyline of the movie mirror this song. So I'm just, I, you must have scrolled to the end to get to the that. Yeah, I'm seeing well, yeah, well, real out, real out, real out, weird out about that now. Uh, the film Creed establishes. Oh, about the film Creed. The film Creed establishes that the Rocky statue, which was taken down at the time of Rocky Balboa, was filmed and returned to the museum and erected at the bottom of the steps in a scene. Oh, okay, so that's. That connects that somehow. And then you mentioned in a previous podcast how Stallone's most successful film since being in Spy Kids 3, Spy Kids 3D, Game, Game Over. Game Over. Yeah. Even that, uh, that's the first time I watched myself as Stallone play Spy Kids, Spy Kids 3, but... Yeah. That's very too much, too much of him about he's all over, overacting, yeah? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's what actors like to do is overact. Yeah, and also sometimes, like, even sometimes I like, uh... One day or someday in Philadelphia, about if we ever go and find the set about where the Adrian's restaurant, where the Adrian's restaurant is in Philadelphia. Wait, what happened? With, what happened with the Adrian restaurant? Say it again. Customers liked about that. They like to see a Rocky statue at the at the art museum. Why can't we think of find where they film Adrian's restaurant? Which which restaurant is it? I mean, is I mean, is that is the restaurant just for the film, or is it like a real restaurant? Well, hopefully it's like a real restaurant. But mm. let me find out on the website. Uh, uh, there's like uh, Adrian restaurants about like uh, let's say Adrian's a Caribbean American restaurant. Uh, uh, there's there's a re real restaurant, but it's called Adrian's Caribbean American Restaurant. The as it's first established, like uh, uh, twenty restaurants. Oh yeah, filming location Adrian's restaurant for Rocky Balboa. Filming locations about where they filmed it. It's like uh, it's a uh, find this place, the Victor Cafe, thirteen L three Dickinson Street, Philadelphia, PA. Uh, uh, the, the, it's, it's about if he can't fight, I'll bet, I'll bet he can cook. Uh, maybe Paul Creed's cheap, cheap shot, cheap shot about Rocky's Italian heritage actually had some truth to it. Uh, I found a website in Adrian's restaurant, totalrocky.com, filming uh, about filming locations. Uh, 
Adrian's Restaurant is a very is a real eatery in Philadelphia called the Victor Cafe, located near the intersection of Dickinson and 13th Streets. This intimate Italian restaurant opened in 1918. It quickly became South Philly's shrine to to opera due to the Di Stefano family love of music and their impressive collection of operatic recordings, photographs, and memorabilia. Which decorate, which decorate the walls of, the, of this charming Italian restaurant. In January 2006, Victor's outfit as both the uh, fa- fa- facade and interior of Rocky Balboa, that was Italian restaurants and called Adrian's Restaurants, named after Adrian Balboa. His pictures will appear on the walls of the restaurant in the movie, alongside photos of Rocky Balboa's boxing career, highlights of real-life operatic portraits, which are per- permanent pictures of Victor's Cafe. Although it's not actually referenced in the movie, we can assume that Rocky and Adrian opened the Italian restaurant together because that proves that Adrian's spaghetti really, really was good. Adrian's restaurant, according to signage and menu, was established in 1995. In Balboa, we see Rocky himself shopping for the restaurant's fresh food at Philly's Italian markets, the same place where he used to take his morning jog in Rocky and Rocky Two. Owner Greg Stefano has put together a fascinating read about how Victor Cafe was chosen by the Rocky Balboa production to appear in the film, film back in 2005. Oh, that's cool. That's very interesting trivia uh, information with all that. I just want to quickly say um, the... Um the Duke, the, the, the Duke, some Duke lines of the dialogue that came in this movie. It was also in the trailer, and I like this dialogue that Duke says. May that uh, the real actor rest in peace. It says, "You know all there is. You know all there is to know about fighting. So there's no, so there's no sense in us going down that same old road again. To beat this guy, you're gonna need speed. You don't have it, and your knees are, can't take the pounding. So hard running is out, and you've got arthritis in your neck, and you've got calcium deposits in most of your joints. So sparring is out." Then Paulie says, "I had that problem." problem. Then Duke says, so what we're calling on is some good old-fashioned blunt force trauma. Horsepower. Heavy duty. Cast iron. Pole driving punches that will have to have to hurt so much that they'll rattle his ancestors. Every time you hit him with a shot, it's gotta feel like he's tried kissing the express, express train. Yeah! Let's get let's start building some herding bees. Alright, uh, so that was Duke right there. Here's about the good, good quote or the greatest quote by Rocky Balboa. Sure. You ain't gonna believe this, but you used to fight, you, you used to fight right here. Taps on the inside of his hand. Uh, I'll hold you up to say to, say to your mother, this kid's gonna be the best kid in the world. This kid's gonna be some somebody better than anybody I ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching you every day. It was like a privilege. And then time come for you to be your own man and, t- and take on the world. And you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. When you, things got hard, you, you you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you Let me tell you something you already know. The, the, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, right? No, no, I don't care how tough you are, it will, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you get, get hit to keep moving forward. How much you can take to keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what, that you're worth, then go, then go out go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take these hits and not point your finger saying you ain't... You, you ain't where you got, want to be because of him or her or anybody. Coming through that, that ain't, that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. 
no matter what happens, you're my son and you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start, until you start believing in yourself, you ain't gonna be have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. That was that was a really well written uh, quote line by uh, Stallone. To me, that's the best, the best thing about the entire movie is that uh, that that uh, whole that whole thing you just read. Yeah, and also last night as the O Adrian, we did it, we did it. Yeah, just like a Yo Adrian, like a, just like a Rocky too. Yo Adrian, I did it. Oh yeah. And then he says we did it. So like yeah. he like had a, he he and her or the or for their son for his son for their son together like a whole family. Yeah. Yep. And there's a Mason the line Dixon Mason Dixon said it's already over. Rocky said they, they there ain't nothing nothing over until it's over. But Dixon, said, where, where was that from? The eighties? That's probably the seventies. That that was, that part that part was that quote that line of quote was also in the trailer too, yeah. The whole thing about the eighties and the seventies, that was a good line. That was uh good stuff you just said right there. Uh-huh. So now we just we just reached forty minutes in, so I want this to be um in one part and not two parts like that first rock rocky one so at this time what are your um what are your concluding wrap-up thoughts about rocky bobo rocky six from 2006 you respect that you like to keep on uh, living off the boxing about you know the boxing and try to have a peaceful life about like uh, even want to own a restaurant and even feel like it's it's my, my normal times about the from the uh, your big career about like uh even sometimes you have to accept the changes about going on about that and keep uh, or if you're losing about that you still keep on faith about the uh, to let to let it go. That's a good. That's a good way of. That's a that's a nice good way of looking at life. But, this movie, this yeah. movie, Rocky, this movie, Rocky Balboa, would be like it's something. It's that is a very really last one. It's like a. Now Rocky Balboa had to let go of his boxing career until Creed Three. About he's now becomes like a mentor. I mean, Creed. Until Creed is that becomes a mentor. Yeah, I, back in the back in the fighting, but this is about like a, some another series, but no, no more like uh, let go of your past. Let go of your past. I, I, I consider this the last one because Creed to me was really was a spinoff. So everybody, we're going to be doing Creed One from 2015 next, but I do consider that very much a spinoff. This Rocky Balboa was supposed to really conclude and end the series with that 30 year later sequel. Um, but yeah, we're definitely we're gonna be talking about um, Creed next, uh, Creed one and Creed two, and uh, yeah. Um, but that's a nice way of looking on it. How you explained about keep going through with life on how you just described all that. Um, was there was there anything you didn't like about Rocky Balboa, or do you for the most part like it mostly what happens with it? I think I like mostly what happens with it. Not be like a too like uh, any stupid stupid scenes like any other Rocky sequel like. Uh, like the boxing versus wrestling, or the or the character development, not, not like a very like a something a very actioning type. Right, right. Well, it says it's action, action drama and sport, action drama and sport. Well, this is most like a, uh, this is a movie with PG. It's like a, that's right. Like the action, like you like Rocky Four or the or like uh, Rocky Three. Yeah. But this is like a normal life. It's like a yeah. softer, softer story. Yeah, Rocky Balboa. It said PG rating. Rocky Balboa, two thousand six. Softer. About yeah, softer. Like, uh, yeah. You have a bunch of locations. Yeah. Like, uh, feel like it's all. 
if you're looking back at the characters you meet along. Yeah, Rocky Balboa 06 just got a PG. And I like, even, I like the street, even I like the street scene. That even oh, back, he's so bad being back uh, wearing a leathers. Being wait, what happened with the street scene real quick? What happened with the street I think scene? about it he does in the first film where he goes out on the streets. Not as a lone shark, but he's just like how he does wear the similar clothing he wears in the first film. First two films. Oh, similar clothing again, okay. Um, I would give this a solid B, a solid letter grade of a B. What, um, what would you rate Rocky Balboa for you? Uh, almost like A minus. An A minus. Well, I'd give Rocky one from seventy six an A, but uh, I think this is more of a B level type thing. But I really, like I said, I enjoyed the lines, the quotes that you did deliver, and the all the trivia you mentioned. And um, yeah, so we're gonna be doing Creed one next, um, and that's what um, Avi and I all thought about uh, Rocky Balboa uh, from two thousand six. Really, really. Definitely catch that uh, line he says to his son about one hour in. Everybody support your local movie theater to see Creed 3 coming out March. It's coming out uh, early. Where, where Creed 3 is, uh, where the uh, up in there. Say again? Did you play the main opponent at Creed 3? Yeah, it's going to be uh, this guy named uh, Jonathan Jonathan Majors, who's also Krang in, uh, Krang in the Marvel sh- uh, series, right? Ant-Man. Uh, yeah, Ant-Man. Yeah, the Ant-Man 3, yeah. I'm not too familiar with the HBO series, but I do know you're right. He's going to be the Kang in the Marvel movies, with uh, starting with uh, A-Man 3 onwards. There's going to be a Krang, Krang Avengers movie uh, coming up in a year or two. And so he's kind of like the bad guy for both Marvel and, and the uh, Creed, both. Creed, yeah. Like even though he says about what main influence what becomes a villain about the villain's role, like he got influence from Heath Ledger, late Heath Ledger of Joker. There was an actual influence of Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, that's not like a, not about the makeup, but something as acting persona. Oh, that's that's. That's interesting. That's very interesting right there. Cool. So everybody, support your local movie theaters to see Creed 3 in early March, John Wick Chapter 4 at the end of March, and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning in the summer of... Maybe, maybe Indiana Jones 5. Oh, and of course, Indiana Jones 5, Indiana Jones, and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, we are um, We have some... Uh, we have some superhero slash slash Harry Potter stuff to talk about after Creed 2, but after Harry Potter's done, we're going to be going over all four of those first four Indiana Jones for Indiana Jones discussions. So look forward to that after the uh, Superman and Harry Potter um, episodes. So everybody support your local movie theater to see all those movies, and um, everybody dance and have a good time one more time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is friend and co-host Avi and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC signing. Oh, and he just signed out himself. Signing out till Creed One, two thousand fifteen. See you on the other side of the. Other side of the bridge and the other side of the road. Avi and Millennial Man Motion signing out till Creed. See you there.